Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I am Will. And today we're going to do what we normally do, which is talk about things in detail. Um, We've been focusing primarily on WandaVision for the most part, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to start ripping into episode 8 called Previously On. So, um, it's great that it's called Previously On. There's one thing I want to mention that I didn't notice before about the show is... um, it's kind of funny if you listen to every single episode where she goes, it's always um, Elizabeth Olsen or, you know, Wanda going previously on WandaVision. And every time you hear her do it, she gets more and more tired, like more exhausted. Mm. It starts off with her being really excited. And this last one, she's like, previously on WandaVision. Like, <laughs> she's really, it's, it's kind of funny how they did that. I didn't notice it before until somebody pointed it out. I'm like, that's really funny. Yeah. But anyway. No, it makes complete that's the sense. Whole focus. I was. I was half expecting this episode to um, open with Agnes, or I'm sorry, Agnes, Agatha, um, doing the previously on bit, but it it didn't go that way, and it kind of should have. Like, the way this episode played out, it kind of should have just been, like, her all the way through it, like, and it kind of is in a way. It's kind of her narrating through this episode a little bit. Um, I'm going to be upfront and completely honest. This episode rubbed me the wrong way for a couple of different reasons. It's not my favorite of the season. Um, I understand that they had to do a flashback episode to kind of explain a Mm -hmm. whole lot of things, but it was Exposition City from beginning to end, and there was no real... Let's get the, the the story. Let's let's progress a little bit. There was absolutely none of that, and it's right. you save that for your second to last episode. You save that for the penultimate episode where you like just exposition dump. I think it could have been done mm-hmm. a better way. I think it could have been sprinkled throughout the season because I mean, mm-hmm. the episodes are short. You know, there's only so many minutes in each episode, and each episode has already felt very under not underwhelming. But they could have done a lot more. They could have given the audience a lot more than than what they were asking for, in my opinion. Um, but right. that that that's just me. Is this this was uh this was not the best effort. <laughs> this was not the best episode of the no. season. I'm that's and I, I agree. Okay, cool, good. I was I was worried about dare that. I dare I say dare I say it's the worst episode of the season. It is I absolutely. Mean, I absolutely is. agree with this. Oh, good. We're, I'm surprised that we're on the same page. Usually, you're the one who's very, you know, upbeat and positive when it comes to things like this, and I'm, you know, sounding like, sounding like the negative jerk. But this time, okay, good. No, we're, no, no. We're, we're on no, the same page. No, in this in this instance, we are, but maybe not all for the same reasons. So, okay. um, so I had I watched the episode, or I attempted to watch the episode, and then I ended up shutting it off, um, and saying I'll revisit this later, um. One thing I really enjoyed about Marvel since uh, since Iron Man, you know, since 2008, is the, um, I, I liked that it was like science-based, you know, and, you know, it's, he's, a, he's a mechanic, he builds things, he built, you know, he built his armor and all that stuff, and that's kind of how it goes. And then they started introducing, like, Thor, you know, and it, it went beyond... It went beyond, like, mechanics and, like, chemical changes and, like, mutations and stuff and started getting kind of like, you know, they're celestial beings. They're, like, gods. And I'm like, mm, okay. And then eventually you kind of got used to the characters and the Avengers and you're like, all right, you know, I can, I can work with this because the rest of it is still on par. This episode is all about witchcraft. And I'm like... Uh, Marvel, you lost me. I mean, I felt like we were watching Hocus Pocus. Honestly, that's, <laughs> a that's what it felt like to a me. A little bit. The beginning it was, of the thing felt Hocus very Hocus Pocus. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, and it's just, it's not. I mean, they started right off. I mean, let's just get into it. Really, um, the thing starts off with the previously on, and it's mostly all clips from the movies. Yep. You know, it's not clips from the show. It's previously on WandaVision. It's like okay. That makes sense. Let's previously on so we know these are all key elements that are going to come into play here. And then you get the you get the Marvel, you know, opening and it turns purple. It's all Marvel purple. I'm like, okay, all right. So as as you were saying, it should have been, you know, Agatha basically kind of leading this whole thing. But she still wasn't. It was still Wanda being led by Agatha. Yes. So, okay. But we, we get into the this backstory of who Agatha was. Very quick, very simple. She's in Salem, Massachusetts. Hey, I was born there. And um, she's there and basically being um, under trial by the rest of this witch coven, right? And I'm like, okay, I hope this is a quick scene because I really don't want to have this. I don't want to be watching Hocus Pocus, right? (laughs) And the, the whole point is basically she was using her powers you know, to do things her way and not follow their practices. And she's like, well, you know, whatever. I did it my way. And you can tell that she was just like, you know, toying, toying with, with them. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way she did it was was interesting, you know. And then so they all go ahead and they start to, you know, attack her with whatever beams come out of their hands. Right. Yeah. They're chanting yeah. And all this stuff. And I don't believe that she um, knew what was going to happen until it started happening. Then no. she realized that with the power that she had, she was able to actually suck in that energy and suck them dry. That's that's exactly the way that I took it. And then it's like you said, it's very hocus pocus and then for some mm-hmm. really odd reason her mother, I'm guessing, um decided to well, go it's not super her mother. It's just it's just the mother, the the know, mother the of the of coven. Them. Yeah. Well, she calls her mom or mother. She calls or her mother. Yeah, she calls her mother. That's just how the the pagans. Yeah, whatever. That's just <laughs> that's how it goes. Okay, fine. Not okay. What? Whatever. Fine. That's that's not her mother. You then know, like I, mother I, superior. I, I was taking it. I was taking it literally. But if it's not fine, I'll I'll, I'll run with it. But anyway, she decides to go Super Saiyan, and <laughs> that's exactly yep. what it looked like. She completely went Super Saiyan. Um, I mean, Groku, yep. his his hair turns like this bright yellow. Um, this one no, no, so almost that's, sorry, that's, like that's this, Goku. The, don't Goku. confuse him with Grogu. Goku, Groku. <laughs> I don't watch Dragon Ball Z. I apologize. I'm I'm Me not neither. into. I'm not into you know any any anime thing at all. It's uh-huh. just not my thing. But that's exactly what this was. That's exactly what this looked like. Yep. And then for whatever reason, there was this blue hologramic crown, and yeah, we're 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 about to get down to business, and the exact same mm. thing happened. So Agatha is just very very strong. The, the the force yep. is strong with this one. That's what the scene. Yes. <laughs> that's what this yep. scene was telling us. The the force is very strong with yeah. this one, and then we jump into to the meat of the episode. I right man. When you say <laughs> hocus pocus, this was right out of that movie. This oh yeah, this was wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I watched it and I'm like oh man, like Disney. You already have Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah. You don't need this one to. And, but here's the thing. And, and what it comes down to, and here, here's my, like, you know, other side of the situation. We've all known that Wanda Maximoff was Scarlet Witch, but they've never referred to her as Scarlet Witch. Nope. Like I said, maybe they did in Age of Ultron, like, as a code name or something, they but never, I doubt they, they did. They now, never now that they referred to her here, as Scarlet Witch. We went over this last no. week. They never referred right. to her as Scarlet Witch. She was always Wanda, and there was that one, you know, offhanded comment by Tony, oh, that witch was in my head. That 
is it. And I went on kind of a Marvel binge over the past few days, and I watched a bunch of those movies, and one of those movies I watched was Age of Ultron. They never refer to her yeah. as Scarlet Witch. Never. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that she has the name Scarlet Witch now. I'm happy that we can lay that to bed, and now that, that, that that's a thing in this universe, fine. Yeah. The way that it was done by the end of this thing was so stupid. Yeah, it was yeah, so I, I know. stupid the way that the reveal of her name was and the delivery and she's it was I noped out really hard. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. bad. It was bad. It was well, not like good. I said. I, I noped. I noped out right after the witch scene. I'm like, yeah, I can't watch this right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as a, as a Christian, I can't welcome that stuff into my home. So I'm kind of like, ah. You know, like we're, we're like we're muting it when they're chanting. So I'm just like, I don't know what stuff's going to creep out of this TV. You know, like I don't I don't need that in my house. That's bad juju. <laughs> you know, so I'm like moving on. Um, but yeah, I just uh, this this episode was a big stinker. And the fact that everything we've watched so far led up to this just makes me go, oh, no, because all the people I've been saying, you got to watch WandaVision. I kind of want to call them all back and say, yeah, you could take it or leave it. <laughs> But, I mean, the rest of it, like, the, the concept was so good up until this point, so I, I really hope that something, like, you can't, like, retcon it suddenly in, in the final episode, but I hope that it just, it really goes somewhere else. I mean, as we see, I mean, without, okay, whatever, we, as you know, if anybody's listening to us, big spoiler alerts, uh, White Vision, you know, I really want to see how that's going to turn out. Like, we know White Vision does exist in the MCU. Yes. Um, basically, without without the same brain. So this is going to be, like, basically Vision without Jarvis. You know, without what made him him. You know, his quote-unquote soul, if you I'm, will. I'm, I'm hoping so they go... Be... I am hoping they kind of go a different way with that. I'm hoping this goes back to, um, oh, what was it? In, in Infinity War... When Bruce gives that really good speech, like maybe if we remove the Mind Stone, the best parts of Vision will be left behind because you're a part of me, you're a part of Tony and and, and Ultron, even though that was something completely different. I'm hoping that this, I'm hoping that this version of Vision is different from the comics. I don't want to see this, I don't want this to be like the big reveal, like, like this vision is going to be like the big bad and this is what the final battle is going to come down to. It's like we built... (laughs) <laughs> all these episodes and this is going to be the end result. Yeah, I really hope that's not the case. I I think I mean from what I've seen is there was this, you know, um this white vision character who, you know, basically was not the vision we knew, but eventually starts to learn emotions again and things mm-hmm. start to change. That's 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 what's in the comics, but then again, there's always different storylines and stuff like that. So I I guess we'll see how it goes. I don't want to completely write the show off just because there was one stinker episode no matter how bad it was but let's let's get through it because there were some really interesting things in it that i really did enjoy um that they did put in here so aside from how i felt about the episode as a whole there were definitely little parts of it um in in each little uh christmas story you know new new chapter if you will um you know, that they had in there. So let's, we start off right here where you've got Wanda and Agatha down in that basement still. Basically, it's where we left off at the, the last episode. Um, so she's standing there, she's explaining it. The whole purple eye thing that she did with Wanda was just to kind of show her that goofy little sitcom intro, Agatha, all along. But mm-hmm. in reality, she wasn't controlling Wanda because she wants to talk to her and get information. How did you do this? How did it happen? So as she's talking to her, uh, Wanda starts getting red eyes, very Teen Wolf 
style red eyes. And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, my thoughts not available to you, toots. <laughs> I, love, I, I, I love the interaction between the two of them because she knows that Wanda's powerful. Probably not sure how and, and all that. But she she knows she's powerful, but she knows she can match her because Wanda is very inexperienced with her powers. Yeah. Right? So I love when she's like, where are my children? She's like, where are my children? Man, that accent really comes and goes, doesn't it? I love it? that they comment on the accent. <laughs> I love that of the course. accent is commented on. It's like it, it, it gives me it gives me hope <laughs> that they know what they're doing. It gives me hope that, right. th- that you know, Kevin Feige and crew know exactly what they're doing and exactly where they're going to take this and... I'm like you. I'm not gonna, you know, just, I'm not gonna poo-poo all over this season just because of one bad episode. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna wait till everything is said and done, and then I'll make my final decision. And, you know, um, heads up to everybody out there, you and I are gonna be doing a kind of a wrap-up episode of of the season of WandaVision. You and I talked about that a couple of days ago, so be on the lookout for that, Mm. you know, and especially, you know, next week being the finale, but it's just like, that'll be... My thoughts on this season, you know, all wrapped into one. But so far, right, so right. good. And in this, despite the opening and, you know, the exposition that was in here, when they laid out something that was supposed to be funny, it it really did land. And commenting on the accent was definitely a, it was, it was a bright point for me. And there was another one that we'll talk about later on. But, okay, I'm... This is where it kind of, you know, pulled me back in a little bit. I'm like, okay, these two characters, well, these two actresses who are on screen right now, they're really good at what they do, and they're showcasing that right now, and I'm happy about that. And that lasted for about five minutes. Because <laughs> then we, right. we, we, right. yeah, we get right back into it. Then, then, we, then we Christmas carol it. Um, did I say Christmas story either? What I mean, Christmas carol. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Chris, yeah, Christmas Reason carol. being. Yep. Um, so she's just basically saying where they are that there's, you know, magic isn't good in there. She's got the protection spells. And you can tell, again, like the way that they were trying to portray this is that she was born a witch. Okay. People aren't born witches, they decide to follow it. You don't just get born uh, a Christian, you don't get born, you know, whatever. That is a, a decision that you make. But they're, they're really trying to change this whole thing here. And I don't know, it's, it's an interesting take on it. But it's just, it's, I think what it's doing is it's causing a, uh, it, it's causing a rift in an understanding of, of what is a choice and what is nature. Um, probably not the, this is probably not the uh, platform for us to be discussing, you know, things like that per se. But in reality, it's just a matter of like, people make choices. They grow up, they make a choice. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Do you want to choose this lifestyle or that lifestyle? And that's basically what, um... What a, what a religious belief is. You don't just get born and that's it. You just mark that forever. I mean, people can push you one way and encourage you to follow something or force you to follow something. But um, any anything faith-based like this is generally not um, just something you're born into. But that's what they're basically putting out here because she is unknowingly powerful this is not this is not midichlorians in the blood, you know. This is, <laughs> and that's what they're trying to make it seem like. No, it's not. Right? Not at all, dude. It's from. It's a comic. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a storyline from a comic where witches and mutants and supernatural beings are born, with the exception of you know, an Iron Man or a Captain America that's like genetically enhanced. Yeah. Well, uh, what's his face there? Um. Doctor Strange was not born like that. He just learned it. 
he chose it and he learned it. And that's what this kind of is. We're going on like sorcery and witchcraft, right? Things that he, that they learned. I'm just saying this one kind of stands out a little bit from the crowd. It's it's very different than the rest. So I mean, but then again, when they were talking about it before, what was it? They said uh, your people would call it magic or whatever. When Thor was talking about what they have, you know, it's like they were saying it's like science, but it's it's their science, but it looks like magic to us. So they're really tap dancing on the line here of when, when they're when they're saying witch, you know. Well, you bring it into Salem, and you're like, okay, so you're talking about that kind of witch. All right, so you are talking about I don't know. It's just to me, it was very it it was very odd that they were jumping between the two. But I mean, we'll just we'll see what happens in the next episode. But um, here we got this whole we have this whole thing between um the two of them and she's like she's just really ripping on Wanda and making fun of her for being like crippled by her self-doubt and believing you know that um Peter was Pietro you know talking about like oh he's all full of holes and stuff like that it's really just savage here not ripping on her it, and making it, fun it of her. is but in in a way it's exactly what Wanda needs in this moment Right. Wanda kind right. Wanda's very much in a position where she needs somebody to kind of smack her upside the head and say, listen, this 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 fantasy that you've built for yourself is not going to work forever. You need to snap out of it. I mean, um, Agatha's doing it for her own malicious reasons because she just wants to understand how this came to be, but at the same time, it is kind of what Wanda needs right now. She she does need to come back to reality a little bit. And that's been, you know, uh, scattered throughout the entire season with all the commercials that we've been seeing within the episodes is she needs to come back to reality. That's exactly what Agatha's right. doing, Agatha is doing here right now. So the right. tough love approach in accomplishing that, I kind of agree with. I don't, oh, that's, yeah. that's kind of expected. I mean, what else are of you course. supposed to do? What what other options do you have? If, if if somebody out there is, you know, making a lot of really poor decisions and they're not listening to reason or they're not responding mm-hmm. to kindness, you know, the next step is to, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of tough love right now. And if you want to hate me for a minute, hate me for a minute, but you're going to thank me later. That's exactly what this right. is. So I. Okay. So you, you really think that she's on Wanda's side because I'm not getting that, but. I, I mean, don't think it's, that it's she's, I, she's a frenemy type character, but I mean, I think, okay, my thoughts are, I'll say it, I think what they're going for is that Wanda is going to learn a lot yes. from Agatha, yes, one way or another, yep. and it's going to push her towards whole Scarlet Witch stuff. That's what's going to happen here. Um, whether or not, um, and that's, that's beside the point of whether or not Agatha is planning on doing that, because it doesn't quite seem so in the episode. She seems like she's an enemy here. So, um... But I mean, we'll kind of get there as we go on, um, because she's she's very confused at first. Like, how'd you do it? What did you do? What type of spell or whatever it was that, that brought it here? Mm-hmm. And she has her theories, but she just needs to know. So, um, she, I I love her term was the magic was on autopilot. Yeah, you know, like basically all of these little details, the whole town, and then she's like, she's not even controlling it. It's just happening. Like she's not thinking about the people who are on the outskirts that were just like zombies. Remember just right. standing there doing nothing out in front of the houses? And it kind of goes um, back it kind of goes back to a theory that we've had almost since the beginning where there is a there is a clear difference between Wanda Maximoff and the Scarlet Witch. Kind of right. like kind of like a Phoenix type character. I don't know exactly who 
who Agatha thinks she's talking to. I'm not even certain mm-hmm. that Agatha really is looking at, you know, the, the two characteristics as separate entities at this point. I, th- I just think that she mm-hmm. sees the one person and that's exactly what she's gunning for. Um, and right. something else that you said, she's k- kind of a frenemy. I'm, we, we really don't know exactly what Agatha, Agatha's, I don't know why I have a hard time pronouncing her name. Agatha's motivations are, we don't, we have no idea what her motivations are at this point. Is it, is it knowledge? Is it knocking out the competition? Is it helping Wanda? Like it's mm. really, it's, and that's another reason why this episode rubbed me the wrong way is because that question is still up in the air. This is the right, episode right. that you were supposed I to mean. answer something like that in. What side is Agatha on? Is she for the benefit of Wanda? Does she just want her gone? Is she protecting the world from the Scarlet Witch? I mean, it's, it's any one well, number of it's any one number of things, and there's no clear cut answer to any of them. And it, it's my theory. My, my theory. And I, I, this is two things. One, we're not supposed to know yet because it's not the it's not the last episode. That's where we're gonna find the whole like choice. Fine. You know? Whether Agatha whether whether Agatha, Agatha chooses. Now I'm saying Agatha. <laughs> whether she chooses to like help out or whether they go against each other. Um, because there's, there's more than one enemy, you know, that we see right now. We see Hayward, we see, um, Agatha, um, we we spent the last seven episodes calling her Agnes, so I think it's, it's okay for us to mess up now and again. That's fine, yeah. (laughs) Agnes, um. I'm at the point where I'm just gonna say, you know, screw it, let's just call her Catherine Catherine Hahn. (laughs) (laughs) Because Catherine's really easy to remember. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely get into it, um further on as we get there because I don't believe that she's that Agatha is looking at her as a friend or anything um based on where this episode ends but we'll get there um she explains she's like you felt alone endless nothingness basically let's start there so they take a walk and they start going through different doors right first door brings them back through Wanda's past and you see her parents and her brother and they're all hanging out there and they're about to watch some old sitcoms and her favorite all-time favorite is Dick Van Dyke which clearly was the first episode yes right and, again, being a kid that grew up in the 90s watching a lot of Nick at Night, I kind of should have put hey, this together, but it's been I decades. told you that. It has been I decades. Hang on. Hang on. Let me finish. It has been decades since I watched any episodes of Dick Van Dyke, and mm-hmm. I completely forgot about like this one standout episode which was um, the Walnut episode where Dick Van Dyke kind of loses his thumbs, and it's all a dream. And... Mm-hmm. I should have thought about that before. Like that's something <laughs> that's something that I should have thought about before and like it completely passed me by. I wasn't paying attention to anything like that and it makes mm-hmm. so much sense that mm-hmm. it makes so much sense that that's the episode that you wanted to watch and now here we are in this fix where there is this mythical world created. It's just okay. The attention right. I will <laughs> give them all the praise in the world. The attention to detail for something like that is amazing mm-hmm. and Oh yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. And for anybody who's un, un not familiar with at least that <laughs> one episode of Dick Van Dyke, I forget the title of it, but it's just it's about walnuts and Something it's about, about a walnuts. crazy dream. Yeah. Go watch it. It's actually one of the more hysterical, you know, sitcoms episode of that time era. It's phen- right. it's it's very well done for what it is. So right. that's that's it. I was just I was yeah. blown away by that little well, piece of this- detail. I did not even imagine. I couldn't well, even... this was my whole point. 
in the beginning. I mean, yes, the details are great, and they've had amazing details in this entire series so far. Um, but that's what I was saying before when, when everybody was saying, like, you know, who's doing this? I'm just like, well, it's Wanda. And the, the, it was like, well, why would it be Wanda? I'm just like, well, think about it. She grew up in Sokovia. It was a third-world country. All they had were was syndication, all old stuff. You know, if, if it wasn't on DVD or accessible here, there, or wherever, you know, they probably didn't get it because they didn't get, you know, cable like we have to watch the news shows. She's not watching Jersey Shore, I'll guarantee it, you know, or TRL. Um, so they're watching the old stuff, stuff that the family would watch together. Right. Um, so it really made a lot of sense, and I was happy to see it all kind of come to fruition here where you see, okay, yes, that's exactly what I thought. But as they're there, and I, I love the way this goes, they're, they're, they're talking about like, oh, what are shenanigans? Oh, well, they're funny little problems and this and that and everything. And they're sitting down enjoying the TV show. And then, bam, that's when the explosion happens, right? And yeah. there's that attack on Sokovia. And you see the Stark missile. Oh, I was so happy. Because we, we heard about the Stark missile before. Mm-hmm. You know, we heard about that in Age of Ultron, which she I know talked, you, yeah, you watched it recently. In Ultron. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. He talked about it in Ultron. I thought it was Pietro who mentioned it and said, "Yeah, there was a Stark missile that was yeah. there, and I, we 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 stayed there like scared for days, and it just so soon, you know, didn't go as, off." As soon as they're in the living room and they're watching TV and the music is getting all, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. I knew exactly. I'm yeah, like, well, the Stark the, missile the way- is going to crashed through this living room any second and then it right. happened and right. it was and the way yeah. they did it was great it was perfectly timed yes. they did a good job because you, you watch a show you hear the music and, you, and you're like okay here's comes something right but they've been doing something lately in movies that's it's very very interesting is they don't time it the same anymore because pe- they know how people's attention span works mm-hmm. and the way they did this it was very off time for a normal jump scare like that and I like that about it because it did it didn't make me jump but it definitely made me concerned. Like I felt that fear and I'm like, Oh, good job. You know, like you guys did it. You nailed that. You didn't do the, the regular, like count to 10 first and then do it timing. It just happened. Right. So really good. Um, but the best thing about the Stark missile is the flashing red light from the toaster. Yeah. I loved that because we knew the toaster was from Stark industries. And I mean, that's, this is the payoff for that commercial for me. Cause I was like, Oh, red light flashing, Stark Industries. I'm like, I wonder what that means. And it never even, like, in, as soon as the missile landed there, I was like, that's when it all hit me and made sense. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I was just pumped to see that, you know? It all came full circle. And I'm just wondering if they're going to do that with everything or just that one. You know, how many more things are we going to get uh, to see those commercials are tied in? I mean, that's the only one I saw in this episode. So maybe that's all they're going to do because she did go to different places. I don't know. But, um, her her line that she said there when she was talking, she goes, at the end of the episode, you realize it was all just a bad dream and none of it was real. You know, that's why she enjoyed the sitcom thing. And the reason why the bomb didn't go off, and this was Agatha's theory, was it with the probability hex. They were there for two days and nothing happened, you know? So she's just, Agatha is super intrigued to find out, like, more about this. Like, okay, great, so you used the probability hex. What else? Because that doesn't explain why we're here. That doesn't explain how you created this. That's her theory, but it it also Mm -hmm. could, it also very much could be that that bomb was just defective. Could have been, but I doubt it. Because it's a very valid point. If if they're getting into this whole thing that she had these powers before anything else happened with Hydra, which is, it is a truth. We know that. So how it happened, right? I understand where you're coming from. I'm just saying... 
it's I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just coming at yeah. it from a different perspective. It's very possible yeah. that this could have just been a defective bomb that j- yeah. j- did, didn't go off. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's that's the big question. You can ask about stuff like that and say, oh, that's an act of God, for example. You know, God did this. Well, I mean, who's to say what is and what isn't God? Who's to say what is and what isn't uh, magic in this in this level here? You know, when things happen, things that we see every day, who's to know if if something divine or whatever didn't did or did not step in and change the course of of this situation here or guide it to their will, uh, we don't know. The only thing, you know, the only I, problem I, could, I have yesterday, the, for, I, the only problem that? I have with it being a you know a hex of any kind that she created was it saves her and her brother but not her parents. Well, you would figure that everybody it. in the apartment would have been safe. Not necessarily. She she didn't know it was a probability hex when she saw it. She created it. You know what a hex is? I understand. It's, a curse. it's like it's like it's like a witch spell. Basically. I understand. So that's I which, completely yeah. understand. But still, that it didn't go off. That's that's my point. Like when a missile hits a target, it goes off. That was a second missile. That was a second missile. So two missiles landed within close proximity of each of each other. One went off and mm-hmm. one didn't. Correct. And that was the one that she stared at. And when she stared at it, she probably said this like, oh, don't go off, don't go off, don't go off in her head, which ended up being a probability hex. She's like, we know, she's like, what are the chances it's a dud and it won't go off? Boom. Didn't go off. You know, here we go. So I don't know. I kind of agree with Wanda here because Wanda even says it was defective. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean that way. She can say it's defective, but that's the point. The point is she's. Agatha is revealing all of this stuff to her. Things that she just assumed was this. Okay, I was walking. I was walking to the church yesterday. I had my hands full, or I had one hand full, and I just got out of my truck and I took a step, a couple steps, just walking at a normal pace. I slipped. Now, normally you slip and fall, you land on your tailbone, you cry about it for like a minute or two, and you and you limp your way back into the building, right? Well, I slipped and did some weird breakdance move that is out of my normal repertoire of walking skills and somehow like flipped back matrixed and like landed on my hand like I caught myself on my fingers like Spider-Man looking you know and then like popped myself back up regained my 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 leg my legging my uh, footing and then walked in and it was strange because that's never happened before now did I if I just let it happen I would have fallen and hurt myself right Probably. Okay. But something happened, something changed there that um, uh, that enabled me to switch my body weight in a different way and catch myself. Okay. Now, I could have fallen. I might not have fallen. But the thing is, I did something to change the way I fell. I- I'm thinking in this situation, I, I mean, I'm going to have to completely disagree with you. I think that's the whole point of this episode is that her eyes are being opened to what her life has been and the things that she's done and the way that things have happened to her. And Agatha is saying, no, 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 you think that was just a coincidence, but you, in fact, most likely did this. In fact, most likely, that's like an oxymoron, but you most likely did this. And she can say, no, 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 it was this. And you're just going to buy that? No, she's in denial. She's gone through a mental breakdown. You know, and all the things that she just kind of like, it's basically Agatha, Agatha is saying all the things you think you knew are wrong. And it's opening her eyes to realize, oh, I was doing something or I could have been doing something. There's probably truth behind this. 
That's the whole point of this episode. I mean, if you disagree, you disagree. That's fine. But I, I just don't see um, how it's not pretty clear and obvious. They're, they're spelling it out. They're Spielberging it for you. <laughs> but, hey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I, I just, I'm sorry. Next I, up, just, I don't see it. <laughs> next stop, Hydra. Okay. So your response. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing, she's at Hydra. And she's like, your response to, uh, your response to like, everybody dying in your family was to, and being bombed and everything, was to join an anti-freedom terrorist organization? <laughs> Okay. It's like, well, we wanted to change the world, you know, like, all right. Well, that makes some sense, I guess, but you joined Hydra because that was the closest and best option she thought was there. Yeah, so pretty they much put the her best in option. There and, yeah. Well, I mean, over there and they found her and whatever, and she had something and some kind of um, abilities that they recognized. So she's there and she's facing the scepter, right? And they basically say that not one subject has survived direct contact with it. Um, and she's standing there and basically the, the stone comes right off the scepter, um, shatters open, revealing the actual, um, mind stone and a vision of her future. Now, some theories are saying like, we see like an outline of the Scarlet Witch, right? But they also said that there was another, um, another like silhouette beneath her near her legs it looked like legs and a torso mm-hmm. and we're wondering like hmm, who else is that or is that just a matter of like there are two in her there's wanda and then there's you know scarlet witch very phoenix like you know there's the two there's that duality between the two that's kind of maybe, what i thought that might be it that's kind of what i thought yeah. when i saw the and scene it was, also, it was a great scene i also thought that it <clears throat> this is this is revealing a lot about who we are right now i also i also thought it could have been this is the part where I thought that this is Agatha playing a mind trick. Because if you pay oh, attention okay. because if you pay attention to the the footage, the monitor that the two dudes are monitoring huh. after she, you know, she mm-hmm. comes into contact with it and she just passes out, right? And then the two doctors mm-hmm. or scientists, they rush into the room, oh my god, she's still alive, get her out of here. And they're mm-hmm. reviewing the tape. The tape the timestamp on the tape doesn't jump. Right. The timestamp on the tape just keeps on going, like like normal, like nothing right. happened. She's just standing up straight, right. and then she's on the ground. There's no right, and that goes back to what we saw before. Agatha wasn't controlling the broadcast. You don't know that. You don't know but that she, Agatha. You don't. Was, you don't know that at the broadcast. We do right here. This exact moment know, is when we hang realize. On, hang on. We don't know who <laughs> oh, was controlling on. what, because by the end okay. of this episode. The way that Wanda just goes nuts, she just completely checks out. She mentally right. checks out and just allows herself mm-hmm. to like fall backwards into this fantasy of hers. She is not uh-huh. <laughs> at that point to me, at that point, she relinquishes any kind of decision making. She's not doing anything. Right. You don't know Oh no, 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 no. I know you don't, that. in this I'm episode. Saying, in that's this that's episode, the magic on autopilot. And hang on, hang on. In this episode, I understand magic on autopilot. I get that. In this episode, when Wanda goes on her, you know, Christmas Carol journey, we don't know what's real and what's not. We don't know Mm-mm. what Ag- Ag- Agatha is showing her is factual or not. It could be anything. That's not true. That's my okay. That's not true because the whole point of this is for her to go through. The memories of Wanda. So she's not manipulating them. She's trying to find out. She's playing detective here. She's not going to so make stuff it, up so, okay. to get information. So in Age, of, in Age of Ultron, 
when Wanda and her brother were taken prisoner and experimented on. Mm -hmm. Now we're being told that she joined of her own free will. Well, probably initially, yeah. But she was also she was also put in a in a cell, just like we saw them in Age of Ultron. It was the same thing. There was no difference there. She wasn't so much a prisoner, as as much as they they were just test subjects. Dude, who, in Age of Ultron, they there. were pri- in Age of Ultron. Both of them were prisoners. Yeah, I think at that point, it, it could have switched. But you know, she went in there voluntarily, and then it became more of a prisoner type situation. But I don't know. I I don't know. Well, um, I'm just saying in yeah. in a series of films and now this television show where attention to detail has been one of the major focuses and continuity has, you know, followed at number two, something like that's a massive undersight. You're either you're either <laughs> you're either changing the story, you're either retconning what happened in Age of Ultron or. This is this this Christmas Carol, you know, journey is not all that it's cracked up to be. There's My something thoughts. else. There's something else going on here. We don't know that the, the uh, time difference between <clears throat> this flashback and, and the Hydra compound uh, compared to when we saw them again in Age of Ultron. Could have been a year. Could have been three years. I don't know. But in that time, things could have dramatically changed. You know, because it shows that she went there. And she volunteered. Maybe what ended up happening is eventually they caught her brother too. And then when they realized the powers that they had, that's when they held them prisoner. Well, you know, when they realized how strong it was, it could have eventually turned into a gone from a volunteer type thing to a, oh, no, we have to keep you, you know, locked up because we're afraid of you. That's possible. That's possible. So I don't think it's a... I don't think it's an it's an oversight or you know a slip or anything. I think it's just a matter of like, well, that's what it was like then, and then we see later on what it is. So I don't, I honestly, I don't think it's that big of a detail to even elaborate on because it's like, meh, that's not. I don't think that's a mistake or any big deal. It's things could have changed. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's much different than saying you know Batman was a woman. You know, no, he wasn't. <laughs> that that would be a great argument. Like, no, it's not that. But this is just like a very minute detail that can easily be explained. It doesn't need to be. So, anyway. Um, yeah, and I think the whole point there that you were you were getting at... Oh, poop. I hit the wrong button. The, with the video playback cutting out, um, it's... We saw that before, you know? We saw it before with the whole Dottie scene with the glass and everything. That's when things broke. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see. So we're seeing it here because that's when she first got uh, first connected to the Mind Stone, which is. I mean, it's changing things. You know, it's powerful. You know, it's almost like the Reality Stone in a sense. You know, and that's why I thought before that she had some kind of connection to the Reality Stone because of of what she's able to do here, plus the red, you know, coming out of her hands, the red wiggly woos, as Peter called them. So I don't know. I thought that there was some kind of relation there as well. But with the Mind Stone, we still don't really know what the Mind Stone does, but mind tricks maybe. So seeing this and it tricks the camera and the people who are looking like, wait, what happened here? That's odd. It just kind of cuts. Why did it just cut? We don't see it because of the Mind Stone's effect on her isn't necessarily what everybody else will see. 
because in their mind, that never happened. Well, so I mean, I know, I know that I, uh, I said that I thought that you know Agatha could be behind a lot more than than what she's leading on to, and I still kind of do think yeah. that. But what this sign, what this scene really reminded me of. Have you ever seen Contact with Jodie Foster? A long time ago, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Yes. Anyways, there's the, when she finally you know makes her space journey. It's instantaneous to everybody else on the planet, <laughs> but to her, right. it was ours. Right. So that's 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 kind of another place that I went in my head. I was like, okay, well, that's that's kind of grounded. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Fine. Oh, right. Right, and that, and that's a that's a real valid point. Like, it, it's it's just a matter of of how it's connected there, and like what happens, how she experiences it. I mean, there's tons of things where you can see. I mean, what's the term? It's like you know, your life flashes before your your eyes before you pass away. You know, and it's it's probably instantly, but you see it in your understanding for like 10 minutes or something or like a day even i I don't know i've never died (laughs) but the point is in in two seconds um okay better example i've gotten knocked unconscious in the past right and when i was unconscious it seemed like i was just always there like out of it right you know like i like i was sleeping and i was having a dream and then I get woken up and I see people over me, like waking me up and I'd be like, oh, what's up? And they're like, oh, you went out for a, a couple seconds there. And I'm like, a couple seconds. It felt like, you know, a half an hour. That's it's a real thing. Your brain can do so much in such a little bit of time. Um, and, re- you know, when you're not having it like relative to, you know, being conscious and seeing a clock or the sun or whatever, you know, your brain can do Our brains are a lot more powerful than we we know. I mean, we only use what ten percent, something you know, like that. We're not. What's that? What's that movie? Lucy, <laughs> where she gets Slow. like a hundred percent and just turns yeah. to like sludge yeah. or something. <laughs> that was an interesting concept. Anyway, um, okay, moving on. I I just think that the 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 mindstone is what's caused this. And when we see these cuts in in you know the Wandavision TV show, um, that's that she's created uh, or unknowingly created the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just part of that. It's the same old thing. That's why I was really excited to see this scene in here. Because I'm like, oh, that's where it started. It's all about the Mind Stone. That's so cool. And and it sounds like you're really saying, oh, well, sounds like Agatha did it. I don't think Agatha realizes how many things have been done by Wanda, you know, to what degree it is. But all Agatha really was was just a trickster. You know, she's like Loki. She's she's creating little things, but I don't think she was controlling a lot besides the people that she was coming in contact with and that to that degree. Um, but I don't know. I, there's definitely a lot of uh, things that are um, up in the air still. But Agatha all along is just like she's creating mischief. I killed the dog. I did this. I brought Pe- uh, Peter in here and, and like all the little things like that. But. Everything she sh- they showed in that little fake intro for Agatha all along didn't really show that she had she had everything under control, and that's why she's going after Wanda to find out more. Wanda had a lot more control than Agatha did this entire time, whether or not she realized it, you know, whether it's Wanda or Scarlet Witch or whatever. We know it's not Professor X. That's no, 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 no. It's not Professor X. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I, that I, I understand you're saying that, but my point is I don't think I disagree. If your thought is that Agatha was in, was in control of a lot of stuff, I don't think she was. I think Agatha. I really don't think she was. I think Agatha was in control of Wanda. Uh, I think Agatha was in control of Wanda, and whether she or was not, manipulating her, she was clearly <laughs> manipulating her. 
okay, well, what's the difference? If you're able to uh, manipulate, if you're, hang on, if you're able to <laughs> manipulate somebody into doing what you want them to do, that is a form of control. That's, 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 yes. that's control. Yeah. Now, but she was manipulating Wanda by saying, by encouraging her to have kids, encouraging her to please her man, encouraging her to do all these things. She wasn't really using witchcraft. She was still trying to figure that out. She was controlling the other, um, other variables in her life. You that's know? all you really Wanda's need the to one do, who, though. Who, who got herself pregnant. That's Wanda's all... the one that did all this stuff. It wasn't Agatha. No, Agatha did not get her pregnant. Agatha no, manipulated she... her into, you know, forming kids out of thin air. Right. Mm-hmm. There's not, I, I don't see, I, I'm just saying, I don't see the difference there. If, 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 Agatha's, if Agatha is the crux that is putting the idea in her head to have kids and then she has kids... Mm-hmm. It, it, right. You could argue that it wasn't Wanda's decision to have kids. It was Agatha's. Well, it was her decision. She was just persuaded by somebody who seemed harmless. Okay. That's like, thing- that, I mean, you can't, you can't have that argument. People are, are, people are responsible for their decisions. All right? No, Wanda when somebody is not says, responsible. you made me do there's this, a, I didn't make you do anything. There is a multitude <laughs> of decisions that Wanda has made this, this, this season that she's seemingly either unaware of or being manipulated into making yeah but you're only you're only pushed or what's that line he's like all they needed was a little push that's it they make the decision wanda made all the decisions agatha just laid laid them all out for her and said oh look at this and and wanda's like oh good idea i'll do that doesn't she wasn't forced she was just encouraged that's that's the whole thing wanda made her decisions and and Agatha put certain things in her way, added some suggestions, ad, act, acted as a friend in order to do those things and manipulate her in that so way. The whole, the, okay, Manipulation so, can happen with a very, very small, tiny push. That's it. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it can't. I'm not saying that it can't at all, but I'm just saying, okay, so we agree that, we agree that Agatha has been able to manipulate and push and be very subjective towards Wanda and Wanda listens. Why would you think that she's not doing this in this little trip down memory lane? Because she's you, she's trying. <laughs> what 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 would she gain from that? She's trying to find out information. The only reason she's got Wanda there and she's doing this is to find out information. Why would she bother manipulating things if she's trying to get the information from Wanda? Why would she make it up? What's the point? Might as well just lock her away and just say, "Ha ha, I know what you did." She doesn't. She's going through Wanda's memories to get information. Why would she change anything there? That would give her false information. It's useless. Well, she would change things to further manipulate her. Nah, I don't think she, she needs would to change things. She's got she the, would change I don't things think she to gain to. the upper hand. She, of course she does. I don't think she needs to. She's already got the kids. What other upper hand does she need? She's got the, the ta- kids. She's well, got her tied up. Hmm. It could be to have the talent. What else? It could be to obtain whatever power it is that she has. It could be to, to obtain whatever kind of sorcery that she has. It could be any number of different things. I I have to disagree. Okay, that's I just, fine. I just don't. I just don't think she's. I don't think that. I don't think Agatha is in control as as much as you, of as much as you think she is. I think she's she's sincerely trying to get the answers here. And. I, Anything that she would do to manipulate or, or to, to change things there would just hinder her getting an actual accurate um, picture of what happened. So 
She's all she's doing is is pushing her back to certain memories and saying, here, show me what you did here. Show me what you did, you know, with the memories to be exact by going into her mind. And, and showing her those things. So see, that's another thing that yeah. I have a problem with because they're not really memories. So when you go back to the um, when you go back to the apartment and you know right. young Pietro was calling out for Wanda. Oh, that's your cue. She pushes current day Wanda into that predicament. So anything right. anything there could have changed. You don't know that this is what actually happened. Now I'm not. Now it's um, it's a small detail. It's a small yeah. stupid detail, but it's just me saying you don't this. <laughs> What we're seeing might be different. What actually yeah. happened back in 1990, whatever year it was when they actually sat down and viewed this and the bomb came, it could be close. It could line up a little bit, but it's not. It, it, yeah. I don't think it's set for set detail. I think Agatha's well, a little bit more control here than she's leading on. And there could be mm. any number of reasons for why that is. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well... She she seems to be to be pretty um, interested in the information she's getting out of it. So I mean, again, I don't see if she, if if she had that much control, why she would even bother doing it if she's what not going to get true information. At the end, because at the end of the day, what information did she get? A bomb didn't go off. You signed yourself up to you know get experimented on whatever that mm-hmm. is. You didn't take mm-hmm. the vision's body. What other? What? What? That's my big problem with this episode, and we'll, we're going to get to that. But that's my one of my big problems is it really didn't reveal much. She really well, didn't did. get a whole lot. She really didn't get Agatha. Really didn't get a whole lot of information. No, but but it but it. She used deductive reasoning. Basically, going through the information she did get, she says, "Well, all of this adds up to." You know, yeah, you came in contact with the Mind Stone, which gave you a little bump in some powers and some stuff here, but. Obviously, with everything else going on, as we know, she's going to say, you're the Scarlet Witch. You know, she's realizing all this power and everything was, was just, like, um, magnified and connected to the, the, um, the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. So sh- that's the information she got from all of this. She's like, okay, so she had powers back then. Got it. When the bomb didn't go off. That's what she's convinced on now. You use a probability hex. Got it. Moving on. Then we get over to that place where she has that face-to-face with the Mind Stone. Okay. Disenhance something. Got it. And now we're going to move on to the Avengers, Avengers compound. Where it shows just like, you know, what things were like. You know, they're sitting there watching Malcolm in the middle. Funny scene. He's really confused because he doesn't understand comedy. You know, vision. And he wants to talk to her about her loss because he recognizes, you know, there's a need to discuss this stuff. You lost, you lost your brother. And she just kind of goes off with the only thing that would bring me comfort is seeing him again. And she's talking about how tired she is. She's just done. And Vision comes back with some really good stuff, you know. And he's talking to me. He's like, you know, I don't really, um, I don't really know what it is to have loved something and lost something. You know, I, I can't. I've never had, you know. But, and it, but it can't all be sorrow, right? And then there's that big line, which is huge. He goes, what is grief if not love persevering? You know, and he's just showing, like, you know, you had love. You experienced love. That's something that he's never experienced. And he's not saying it to be like, oh, poor me, I never experienced love. But more just like, you know, you have love. That's amazing. Mm. You know? And anyway, there's this awkward scene, you know, where they're talking back and forth. And that's when she realized, she goes, okay, what happened when Vision wasn't there? When you lost Vision, the last thing you had, what happened when he wasn't there to pull you back from the darkness? All right, so we're getting the full scope of the story here. We're understanding where it all went now, 
why it went there because there was nothing else to pull her back. All she had was, you know, Malcolm in the Middle episodes and and Vision, which was huge. Vision brought, brought her back, right? So that's when we get to the big part here. So Vision is gone. She goes to S.W.O.R.D., you know, and she basically says that she wants the wants his body so he can be buried, you know, have a pro- proper funeral. Right. And she goes in there, she sees Hayward, and um, he's basically showing her, and Vision is being just, like, hacked up into pieces. And I'm like, why would you show her that? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, it was pretty, like, it was disturbing. It's something that she All needed of his- to see. True. I think it's True. something that she needed to see. Also, from, you know, just... Your whole thing, the way that you opened this up with you, um, the reason why you enjoy the MCU is it's very science grounded. I think this mm-hmm. was here to, you know, pull the audience back and, you know, make us remember that at the end of the day, this is a machine. He's a robot. Yeah, he's, he's a, a robot. It's and, not, yeah. and the metal and the metal within is worth billions of dollars. Of course, they're not just going right. to throw it in the ground. That would be <laughs> foolish. And exactly. It, it is it is very much something that I think one needed to see. I think it's I think Hayward yeah. kind of saw it in a way as I'm giving you closure, but at the mm-hmm. same time you kinda gotta play ball with us a little bit. We're not we're not gonna just hand this over. I'm sorry, but right. no, it's of course it's too important. And I'm gonna go back to something that I said earlier weeks ago. Where is Bruce? Where uh, is, wh- hang on, hmm. where is Bruce? Yeah. Where is Fury? How are they mm-hmm. letting this happen? Uh, it's, yeah, I know. It, it blows my mind. Especially, you know, mm-hmm. we get to the end of this thing, we find out that Hayward was just, you know, trying to bring him back online, which, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll swallow that, but, but still. Like, you have Bruce, you have, Fur- you have people out there that new visions wishes of what he wanted done like to be de- decommissioned or or just you know whatever destroyed so that nobody could ever bring him back you know fine i'm on board with that but just this is something and i said this before this is something that bruce should have handled immediately after the events of infinity war i understand that the world is in disarray and everything is a mess and nobody really knows what to do and there's a lot of mourning going on but this should be this should be one of your top priorities to secure this weapon and make sure right. that it's dealt with properly not just well mm-hmm. I, I guess i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna go combined bruce and the hulk now and i'll be back in a few years like like no there's this big scrapping pile of responsibility laying on the ground next to you maybe take care of it it's just it's just one of those things it bothers me i don't know why that bothers me so much but it does it's just up Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Like, I understand why Tony couldn't do anything. He was on Titan. Like, I get that. Like, and he's coming home and he's sick and he just wants to be done. Right, that right. I understand. But like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done ranting about that. <laughs> so, no, this is, this is after, this is after Endgame. What do you mean? This is all after Endgame. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm losing you here, but WandaVision is after Endgame. No, I know. Okay. All right. Sorry, I just got lost for a sec. No, I know. Um, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. One division. I know this is taking place after Endgame, but the yeah, vision, it's after she already came back through the portal and all that stuff. And yeah, like, but the know, vision. The vision yeah. was destroyed after Infinity yeah. War, and right. So he's just Bruce been is still there. there. Years. Like, mm-hmm. I did say oh, Fury. My I fault. Know. I did say Fury, but Bruce is still there. So I'm right. Just, I'm done. Anyway. Yeah. It, it, yeah. 
<laughs> well, uh, so back on your point about closure and kind of telling the audience, hey, don't forget he's a robot. I love the line that Hayward had when he's just like, not everyone has the power to bring their soulmate back online. So, yeah. Sorry, back to life. Like, <laughs> he, he's so cold about it, but then, you know, realize like, oh, sorry to you. He was live. You had a relationship. That's kind of weird, but oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, just kind of moving on here. Um, but when she says right there, he's all I have, and he goes, he isn't yours. You know, like he isn't. He's he's a he's a pile of metal. That's it. So um, she goes over there and sees his body after she jumps down there and the guards come up and he's just like, nah, chill out, right? And she goes over there and puts her hand on his head and she just goes, I can't feel you. Well, duh. Did you expect to? <laughs> like, he's offline. But that's where she's losing it. Now, when she gets in the car, where did that envelope come from? Did I miss that I have that no part? idea. I have no okay, idea where the I, envelope I, came from. I have no idea when the deed was signed yeah, for, for, for this right. lot. Like... Okay, so in Infinity War, they're just testing the waters. Like, they're not talking about moving in together. They're not talking about getting mm-hmm. married. They're, like, having the conversation. Oh, you know, you and I, we, we work together, and then they're immediately attacked, and we're off to the races of the movie. And now we jump mm-hmm. to this point now, and she has a deed for a plot of land to with, with her and, and the Vision's name on it. And it's like, this. Wh- where did this come from? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But Did somebody way, buy them a house? Westview. Well, he did. Who did? He did. Vision. Vision bought her a house. Did you see the sign that says to grow old in? Yeah, but it, it, the, the, the deed was made out to Wanda Maximoff and the Vision. Right. To grow, okay, to grow old in, fine. So it's, you it think- said to grow old in, and then it said V at the end, so Vision wrote that. Okay, I, I didn't see the V. I saw the- um, it, was written, I saw it was written in a heart. Okay, all right. It was written all in right. a heart with a V on the bottom. Okay, so yeah, I, I, I didn't see the V on the bottom. My fault. Oh, I yeah, didn't no, see that's the, v the whole on the point. Bottom. Okay. <laughs> so I thought it was cool because she's going through Westview, Westview, New Jersey, and it's just like it's a decaying old yes. town. Yes, yeah. And, and it's, 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 I love this because it just kind of shows where she looks and she can justify it, even though she didn't purposely do it all. Uh, she was justifying, like, this town needs to be, needs, needs hope. This town needs life. Mm-hmm. And she goes through it and everything, and you see you see Mrs. Hart, you see Herb, you know, you see um, all the you different see Mrs. characters Hart, that are in there. And it's really, it really made my heart ache a little bit because she's sitting there outside of a building that's boarded up, drinking coffee by herself, looking so lonely. Right, right. That was yeah. really sad to see. And then you see um, yeah. the other guy, Norm or whatever. Like he's just looking miserable because he's a pizza delivery guy. And it's like, okay, like, this town is really... Well, no, no, that's, that's the guy who's the... De- he's always the delivery guy. Every time we see him, he's a delivery guy. It's not, it's not, it's not the mustache guy. I thought it was a... No, the guy who was in the... The guy, um, he worked in Vision's office. That's not the mailman. No. No, no, the mailman was the pizza delivery guy. Yeah, it's the guy who's... De- he's always delivering stuff. That's him. Well. Yeah, it's a different wow. guy. So, okay. Yeah, no, no, Norm. Right. Norm was just we didn't see Norm at all. Okay, but, we didn't. Um, okay. Either way, they go through it, Damn. and you see all these people, and you see this the old foundation to grow old vent, and and then she, you know, she basically leans back, you know, Matrix style, or and just like reds out, you know, creating her version of Westview, you know, which it just instantly goes back to the fifties, right? Yeah. And we see, then she does her little Matrix throwback thing and creates Vision, you know. 
all these yellow things just kind of builds him up, and he comes up, and we see the scene that we saw in the trailer, Wanda, welcome home, you know? And it's funny because I, what was that song? Um, uh, the, the, the song they used for the, um, for the trailer. I heard it recently um, that, uh, oh, I'm never going to remember it. My uh, grandmother-in-law posted the real song up a couple of days ago. I'm like, oh, this is the song from, from the WandaVision soundtrack. Um, <clears throat> you, you hear it all the time. It was, it was perfect. Um, I, I want to say it was, it's one of those like the platters or somebody else from back then that I okay. can't even think of. Um, anyway. They, they get the, the whole, they're on a TV set, you know, after everything starts up, you see it's just a set, which is pretty cool to see, I like that, and then we get the claps from the audience, it's just Agatha, you know, she's doing her, you know, her little clap thing, and she's all excited, okay, and then you hear the kids screaming, right, calling for mom, and Agatha is hocus-pocusing herself up in the air, you know, all made up witch-like and everything, with these purple strings around the kids' necks, so, this all goes back to she, once she realizes what's going on, is, je- is both jealous and afraid of Wanda. She's I think jealous it's more because... Fear. I think it's more fear than jealousy. Well, maybe. I think it's a lot more fear than jealousy because it's written all over her face. She doesn't, she doesn't want to know any more. She just wants to be rid of Wanda by, by any means. And... Again, right. I said this two weeks ago, last week maybe. Um, I don't see, you know, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel for these kids because they're, hmm, they are very much figments of Wanda's imagination. If 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 I'm yes, reading everything correctly, no. they're not. They're not real. No, they're not real because I believe 100% that just like Vision wasn't able to survive outside of the hex and now we know why these kids aren't going to be able to survive outside of the hex either like this is we don't know we don't know the degree of any of that yet again that's what's going to come down to but she says right in here you're supposed to be a myth capable of spontaneous creation you know and there's the whole thing like you know fix death bring things back to life you know create life it's like all these things are tying into she has some control over this that or whatever and then the question is well um, how much can she control? You know, if she's able to set this magic on autopilot, if you will, um, is, what does that mean about the kids? Can she have, like, her own little mini hexes over the kids so they exist? Maybe. That's a possibility. We don't know. We don't know how that's going to go. Maybe the kids do exist after this. Maybe they don't. Um, if they don't, I'm okay with it. You know, I think they could easily write them off. You know, they haven't, um, built up their characters so much. They've been just kind of side characters there, more mm. of a more of an object than actual characters. The way that they've been portrayed. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see where that goes. But the whole big thing here. I mean, she's just like as she's saying, you're supposed to be a myth, and you're using it to make breakfast for dinner. Like she is clearly jealous of Wanda here. She's like, you have all this power. And you don't even know what you're doing. You have no idea. Why would you have been given all of this power just for you to waste it kind of mentality? She is jealous. She is upset, you know, and that's pretty much the whole thing here. So I think she's super jealous. Is she an enemy? (sighs) That's still up for debate. But the fact that she's got the kids hanging up by their, their throats, I'd say she's pretty much an enemy at this point. 
again, we shall see. We have one more episode this week. I'm still not going to bring the hammer down on whether or not she's an enemy or a friend. I think... Right. I've, I, again, tough love. I think that she's doing exactly what has to be done to snap Wanda out of whatever fantasy she's living in right now. Well, of course. That's what this and whole I'm show all, is, is to do. I'm all for it. Um, I really am all for it. Despite what happens to these kids, despite what happens to Wanda's creation of Vision... This eventually, this is going to have to come to an end, and mm-hmm. even even more to my whole thing about Agatha and what her level of manipulation over the situation. I'm not a hundred percent convinced that Hayward is a liar, because he said at the beginning he said, "Oh, she's in there with the Vision." He said mm-hmm. on multiple occasions she broke in to Shield and stole the Vision's body, and now mm-hmm. under this spell that Wanda is in, she did not steal the Vision's body. So I really don't know who to believe here. Would do I believe yeah. Agatha and the history <clears throat> that she's very conveniently laying out for me right now, or do I believe Hayward? I'm at I don't a crossroads. Bl- I, with I that don't believe one. Hayward because oh, I okay. I believe right. that Bam. Hayward Hayward has lied to a lot of people in order to h- cover up the fact that they're making a white vision. I think it's just, it's, it's a deeper level of um, I- intel that does not need to be out to, to the um, more general public of, you know, within S.W.O.R.D. You know, not everybody in S.W.O.R.D. has clearance to all this information, so I feel like he was just, he was just making that up. Saying, oh yeah, he's gone. She took him. While he's working on building a new vision. That's, that's my theory. But... Again, we shall see. <laughs> meh. So, yeah, we can meh it all we want. But anyway, I mean, that's the whole thing we get to here is the, you know, the, the mid credit scene we got was he's talking about stuff and he goes, well, all we needed was power from the actual source. And they had the drone that she, um, you know, shocked up with her yeah. red stuff. So they had yeah. that like kind of coming off and they used that power to basically create this albino vision. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's completely white. So... <clears throat> Am I, I don't alone? Know, it's, it's really interesting. Am I alone in wanting James Spader to voice this thing? James Spader? Oh, that'd be so cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder what they're going to do if it's going to even have a voice. <laughs> I think if it has a voice, it shouldn't be Paul Bettany. No, it shouldn't. Um, I think it should be James Spader. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, I don't know. We, okay. I, hmm. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, this episode, I think we definitely had a lot more to say about this episode than others because a lot of things are, are just, they're still up in the air because we're, we're right there at the very end of it. You know, and we know we're going to get some kind of resolution here um, just because it's going to lead into more of a multiverse type thing we're going to get into. There's probably going to be a little bit of a, of a cliff hanger at the end of it just because they want to entice us to be ready for the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. but i do think we're going to get a lot more information in this final episode that's going to tie a lot of it up for us i'm actually going, glad to i'm actually glad you brought up multiverse of madness for oh, because nice. over the weekend um i know you don't follow twitter but uh bruce campbell <laughs> oh yeah of course bruce campbell put out he? a tweet bruce <laughs> campbell put out a tweet boy <laughs> It was a blast working in a certain city with a certain director on a certain movie with a certain <laughs> actor. It sure was. And the entire Twitter timeline is just people putting up memes of Doctor Strange. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, of course. No, this is going to be, it's going to be very, very interesting. And honestly, I, I, I love Sam Raimi's work. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I. You know, obviously a lot of people have issues with Spider-Man 3. It could have been a lot worse is all I'll say about it. It could have been so much worse. Um, but it could have been so much better too because there were a lot of characters that were cut out of that movie um, that was supposed to be there but it would have been character overkill if they did more you know they yeah. already had the new goblin they already had Sandman they already had Venom it's like ugh that would be if they had Vulture in there and all the other characters they were talking about doing it would have been too crazy of a movie for it to make any sense Spider-Man would have to have a lot more allies Black Cat would have had to have been brought in you know like, Dagger. they would have had to do a yeah, so it would have been it would have been pretty crazy, but you know they did what they did with what they had and they Topher graced it and <laughs> I don't know that was I just will never forgive Topher strange. Grace. Well, <laughs> I will never forgive Topher yeah. Grace for what he did to, to Spider Man no, Three. But, that movie was but Spider Spider Man One and Spider Man Two. Sam great Raimi movies. did a great job. Great I movies. love I love his directing style. I love the way he he does his shots. Um, you know, he did it in, in, obviously, the Evil Dead movies. He did it in the Spider-Man movies, Drag Me to Hell. He did it in, um, uh, uh, it's in front of me, Dark Man, uh, the Dark Man trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or maybe he just did the first one. I don't know if he did all three. The first one was, was really good. That's one with Liam Neeson. And then you got Michael Voslo, who was um, the mummy, <laughs> who played oh, him great. later on. <laughs> yeah, which looked nothing like Liam Neeson, but I'm like, eh, hey, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... This so is listen, definitely about, the, stink, about, the stinker episode. <laughs> yeah, about this about this episode. If I'm dead wrong about the way that I'm looking at Agatha, then so be it. I just mm. there's like like we both said. I think the one thing that we both can agree on is this episode should have answered a lot more than it did, and it left entirely too much on the table. There is a lot that needs to be resolved going into this final episode, and with only you know at maximum an hour to do it in. I don't see mm. them wrapping up every detail the way that the MCU has been known to do for, you know, over a decade now. And it's Well, exactly. To exactly. a point to a point it's very disheartening. Um and that that was yeah. my whole thing. That's why I'm trying to I'm trying to rack my brain to try to like, you know, make somewhat of a I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm trying to make it cohesive and I'm failing miserably at it. And I do apologize, <laughs> but it's just, it, it makes, it makes more sense for Agatha to be in a little bit more control than, than she's leading on in this situation for a number of different reasons. Mm. One no, of which I, it one, hang on one of which I know, if I she's <laughs> not, if she's not, then there are continuity issues that arise, especially when it comes to the whole Sokovia thing. And when it comes to Wanda and her brother being, you know, in inside of a uh, a Hydra compound, and that <laughs> that's going to be a mess. And I don't want that. I don't want a mess. Uh, not not at this stage in the game. I've been very, very, very surprised with how well the MCU has been able to, you know, maintain its continuity over the years. And mm-hmm. it's just it, when you start pulling at threads. Or mm. when you start trying to change narratives, even slightly, it, they end up it, it, they end up creating a spiral effect. And yes, it just, but, it, but they it, haven't it done that in the MCU. That has not happened in the MCU, and I think that's the whole point here. Because even things like this, like what happened to her accent, you know, they're poking fun at it too, and they're they're explaining it. Not a lot of, th- of threads have been left open that they haven't gone back and like you know singed off. To make sure it's like, okay, we're good. This isn't coming down anymore. 
That's so why I'm I giving. Think... That's why I'm giving everything the benefit of the doubt, and I'm not yep. gonna. I'm gonna. This episode, we, neither one of us liked, and I'm going to. I'm gonna keep up my enthusiasm going into the finale, and I'm going to mm. hope that things get wrapped up, mm, not well, but you know enough that I'm gonna mm-hmm. be able to walk away from this saying, "Wow, that, that was a really good season of television." That's what I'm hoping right. for. But right. it, it, it is what it is, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens yep. at the end of the day. Yeah. So you, uh, what you're saying is basically you think that more should have been wrapped up in this episode. I personally think that they've answered a lot of questions here. Um, not a ton, not all of them, obviously, but that's what's going to, that's what's going to make us want to, you know, really hold on tight for the rest of this. I, for me personally, with this episode being such a stinker, I'm like the last episode can't be, can't stink this much. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I feel like it's all going to, it's all going to come together here in the end where they're going to answer all the remaining questions we have, um, in order to fulfill it. Because I mean, if they, if they answered everything here and it didn't leave us with more questions, then how would we... You know, how would we even care to see the final episode? You know, it's, it's all t- it's all coming to this point here in the end. The final episode is the conclusion of the whole series, the conclusion of the whole season, you know, just like in any show. And that's when you get your answers to stuff. That's when you finally know, here's how things ended up. Here's where things are going to go. We're like, we're done with it. We're moving on. And then they whet your appetite for the next project, which is something that they've been doing so well with this, with all the after credit, mid credit scenes, whatever they've been doing in the, in the movies, you know, like when we finally got, you know, Thanos saying, fine, I'll do it myself. We're like, okay, here we go. You know, like they keep on getting us ready for something new without leaving us on too much of a cliffhanger. It's just kind of like, hey, get ready because this is going to get nuts, you know? Right. So I feel like that's what they're going to do with this while they have their conclusion of this story that we've been following, um, explaining what happened, why it happened, how she is going to come out of this and who she's going to be, or at least a better idea of who she's going to be when we see her next in the multiverse of madness. So... But I'm I am just the one thing that I really hope is they find a way to to um, they find a way to bring back the vision because I feel like he did not get as much screen time as I hoped. Um, I loved him. I thought he was great in everything else. I loved him in the show and I'd hate to see them just move on and get rid of Paul Bettany's vision. You know, I don't want to see that gone. Well, I want to. But the fact is. uh you know they're they're gonna move on. Um, it didn't show the vision on the the poster for Multiverse of Madness. It showed Wanda. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. So it it is uh, it is what it is. I right. will say that because, and we've discussed this before. I am not a fan of resurrections at right. all. Um, <laughs> if well, this whole show is about a resurrection. <laughs> I mean, even if even if they Darth Vadered this. And it's mm-hmm. Paul Bettany playing Vision voiced by somebody else. I would be okay yeah. with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you're yeah. not you're you're not a fan of that at all. But I would be, I would be okay with that. I think the character. I think this incarnation of the Vision. I think it's done. Mm-hmm. It it was it was killed yeah. off in Infinity War, and a pseudo. Vision was brought back for this television show, and I think at some point it needs to end. It we mm-hmm. have already been introduced to the idea that the Vision cannot survive outside of the hex, and whether we like it or not, the hex is going to eventually come down. 
and the yeah. consequences of what happens after is something that we fans are just going to have to swallow, no matter whether right. we like it or not. Um, right. Do I want to see, you know, Paul Bettany, you know, bid farewell to the MCU? Of course not. He can come back in a few years and play a completely different character. He could play Adam <laughs> Warlock for all I care. I, I really wouldn't care. But I mean, as as far as as far as the vision, I'm not going to be upset either way. Again, I don't I don't like resurrections, so if he is gone and it is over, I would like that mm. more than finding a way to retcon him, you know, back to life. Right. I I, I don't want to see that at all. Yeah, I mean Sorry, what they, what they I, might I, what they might end up doing the way they have this white this white vision there is keeping his voice but having it very much more robotic. Mm, you know, that's, soulless. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a that's an idea. For that's now, an idea. until and, and you know, until things do change. Or you know, even if or, this is just the end, or you, know. you could, you know, we're doing the whole multiverse thing. Go to a different universe and get Paul Bettany, and I don't know, bring <laughs> bring him on over. Maybe he's, I don't no, know, maybe no, the actor maybe himself. Some, exactly, the actor himself, or maybe in the other like, universe. Maybe in the other universe, he's, I don't know, a truck driver, and he's just hanging out, yeah. you know, living his life, and they go get him. We, we, you know, and. Something like that. There you go. That would that would suffice. With, with, with a that... southern with a southern drawl. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. Hey, My name's Paul. <laughs> you know what? It's it's on Paul the table. Javis. I mean, we're doing we're doing this whole multiverse thing, so that that theory's absolutely on the table. I'm not. Ugh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them right now. Right. And they would find a way to make well, it make sense. Well, anyway, while we're on that subject, let's just oh talk boy. about this for a second. I, I hate we. Yeah, I know we're gonna have to cross over here for a second and bring up the the dreaded conversation you and I have been avoiding. Um, J.J. Abrams, mm. Superman. Yeah. Um, so a lot this. of people are in an uproar about this. I heard about they this. Say, oh, so I mean, all I really got was I got a brief thing, and they're saying so Superman is now black. And Lex Luthor is also an alien and has powers. I don't care what Superman looks like, but Lex Luthor... (laughs) An alien with powers. That doesn't make any sense. That makes zero sense to me. The idea idea right now was um, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Okay, so if it is if it is going to be anybody, Michael B. Jordan, I am absolutely on board with this. The man is a phenomenal actor, and I have mm-hmm. n- no qualms with that at all. I'm sure he's going to do a fabulous job. Uh-huh. Lex being an alien, I don't know about all that. That's that's my thing. It just it doesn't make sense. It goes against that. the whole point of of brains versus brawn. Remember, yeah, exactly. That was the whole thing about it. That was the yeah. whole thing about Lex Luthor is that he was I a human. That. I read that, and I'm just like, please let this be a joke. <laughs> Please let this well, be like I'm 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 all for having a black superman. Yeah, real cool. I'm I'm all for this and I'm all for it being Michael B Jordan. Mhm. And I'm even for and there was I I don't want to get into this cuz I don't like getting into rumors and speculations all that much, but right, there was right. a rumor, there was a report from multiple sources that as soon as information about this came out, Henry Cavill kind of reached out to Marvel and said, right. hey, I might be unemployed soon. What do you got? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. If, if, <laughs> if Henry, if, yeah. if, if, if he wants to come on over to the MCU and play, you know, something, you know, absolutely mm-hmm. bring him on over. I hope if this goes this way, if DC really goes down this road, 
I mm. hope, I hope the MCU, I hope Kevin Feige just raids <laughs> just everybody. Poops all over it. <laughs> I hope, I hope he raids everybody. Bring Henry Cavill over, bring Gail Gadot over. D- just do it. <laughs> just do it. Everybody, let's go. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, Gail Gadot, and I know you're Gail Gadot in Deadpool as Lady Death. I. <laughs> Just the idea of that, my mind explodes because she's she's a good actress, and I would absolutely mm. love to see her in something like that. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. Even Henry Cavill, he would be a great Adam Warlock. I'd be on board with that too. That would be amazing. Yeah, be interesting. So be um, interesting. I I mean JJ, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little surprised that JJ's he, doing um, this. Like he's like, he's just it's I don't know I don't know maybe. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. I'm really hoping this this, this, this is could a be joke. another. <laughs> this could be I'm another really conversation. Hoping... I say, I say, we touch base upon on this in a couple of weeks when more information comes out. I mean, as we see, the things that come out, they they could be rumors, they could be talks, and people take it as real. I mean, look at the Mister Potato Head. Sorry, Potato Head situation that just happened, where basically they're getting rid of the Mister. He's now gender neutral, <laughs> and then five days later, oh sorry, we changed our mind. That was clearly a marketing technique. They got people to pay attention. Like, oh, so now, now that he's going to stay Mr. Potato Head, you know how many people are going to go out there and buy Mr. Potato Head before they change, they decide to change his name again? It's genius. So they can actually have, it's, it is, yes, it is definitely it is genius. genius. It is absolutely genius. They do, they do Capitalize like the on the disheveled state of the world right now and just go ahead and run with it. Like, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, never mind. You guys were right. We weren't going to do that. <laughs> Excellent. You know, like there's, oh my God, it's crazy. But anyway, we could talk about a lot of this stuff in other episodes. But anyway, WandaVision, um, come on, deliver us a good episode. You know, we got one more finale. We're looking forward to it. Please don't disappoint us. You've been doing so well up until this point until this point. So we really want to see where you're gonna go with it. I'm excited to see. I'm also afraid. As I mentioned before, like in the beginning, it was just like, I love where they're going with the show. I hope they don't deviate from it. And then they did in this episode. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't fix it, fix it, fix it. You know, like, hey, maybe maybe uh, the Mind Stone will work and we'll all kind of forget that episode happened and it just kind of fixes it. It's like, oh, it'll just retcon it. Cool. <laughs> Agatha never existed. Oh, <laughs> whatever. I don't care. But I mean, we'll see where it goes. I'm I'm definitely I mean, I'm excited, but. Yeah, I just, I can't see them butchering it. And Neither can everything. I. I don't see them butchering so, it either. Neither can I. And I'm not. So I, I think bu- our, our hashtag should be "We shall see" for this entire series. I'm just gonna. A uh, couple of thoughts uh, getting out of this thing. One, um, I don't have the same you know issue with the whole witch thing as you do. Um, if it were me, bring on the witch. If you're doing that, I mean, it, it, the name is in the title, Scarlet Witch. So it, 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 that is what it is. You're you're going to get that. That's going to happen. It's going to be a theme moving forward. So I kind of expected something like that to happen. Um, and again, just to <clears throat> close everything out, and I know this is way off topic. I'm really I never in a million years thought I would say this, but I'm really hoping that the Snyder Cut is decent enough to make Warner Brothers change their mind. Mm, yeah, and that's I'm and that that's that's where I'm going to leave everything. I hope that thing is decent enough where DC actually says, you know what, maybe we stay the course a little bit because there are characters under DC that I do love and that I do want to see on the big screen. And if they just 
end everything like that and JJ comes in and recasts everybody, then ooh baby, that's that's gonna be a mess. But anyways, um we will you know what? It would be perfect. We will talk more about this in a few months when you and I do the four hour one day long Snyder Cut review <laughs> that will be up on this channel that you and I are dreading. But it, it's going to happen, and I'm sure this conversation is going to come up then, too. Um, I'm going to do a whole lot of research going into that thing because I want to know every nook and cranny. That's going to be a big mm-hmm. one, so be on the lookout for that. And next week when we cover the season finale of uh, this, uh, this season of WandaVision, it has been a ride. It has been great. It has been. Great. It has been a ride. Oh, and- I've, been, I've been pleased. This is great. Yeah. I love it, even though Definitely. I did not like this episode. I still love this. This is awesome. Yeah. This is a great oh, moment yeah. in television history. For any mm-hmm. for any company to do this since 2008 and continue on with it is nothing short but amazing. And if there are one or two episodes of a television show that I don't really like, so what? There is a plethora of other films and other television shows out there that I do love, and there will be more coming down the pipeline from everything that I've read um, the Eternals looks like it's going to be awesome. And mm. Falcon Winter Soldier is looking like it's going to be just, you know, an action packed, forget everything. Let's just enjoy this for a while. That looks like it's going to mm-hmm. be great. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a great time to be yeah. alive and it's a great time to be a superhero comic book, comic book movie fan. It's great. And mm-hmm. I just want to throw it out out there. I felt like you and I were both negative enough about this episode. Let's end on some positivity. <laughs> Everything right now yes. within the MCU is awesome. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that song, by the way, it was The Platters. It's Twilight Time. So Twilight you can Time? It at any point now. Yeah, Twilight right. Time by The Platters. I think it needs to be here. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will catch you next time. Have a good one, everybody. It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time Deepening shadows gather splendor 